Glory to Jesus Christ. Once we have had a good and honest look at ourselves, as we were encouraged to do last night, and once we have broken down the walls built up around our hearts, and once we have exposed our nakedness to Jesus Christ, and once we have decided that this is the moment that we will not return to sin and keep those exposed wounds perpetually bleeding, then we have one more daunting task to embark on. St. James tells us to confess our sins to one another. And it has been the long-standing Catholic, Orthodox, universal Christian tradition to confess the sins that we have committed in order to receive a penance and absolution. But in the early church, for a few hundred years, confession was not private, but sins were confessed publicly in the middle of the church. Now why is that? It is because no sin that we commit is private. Because none of us is a private Christian, we are not islands unto ourselves because each of us is a full member of the body of Christ. We have been baptized into Christ. We have put on Christ. We have physically received Jesus Christ's body and blood into our bodies. We are inseparably intermingled with Jesus Christ. As he said in John's Gospel, I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Being one with Jesus Christ is being one with God the Father in and through the Holy Spirit. We are one body, but each of us members of that body. Therefore, our smallest Private sin is not a sin unto ourselves, but it, but it is a sin against the whole body of Christ. It is a sin against all the other members who also share in that body. It is a sin against the entire church. That is why we must confess our sins to one another, and more importantly, to the church, in order to receive forgiveness from the body that we have sinned against. All through Jesus' ministry, he was proving to the Jews that he had the authority to forgive sins. This was controversial because only God has the authority to forgive sins. And this is true, and by Jesus' action of forgiving sins, he was showing mankind that he was indeed the Son of God. Now, last Sunday, we heard about the paralytic man and how Jesus healed him of his infirmity by first forgiving his sins. But after the man immediately rose up from his infirmity and went home, the people gave glory to God, saying, How wonderful that God has given such authority 
to men. Indeed, these people recognized that Jesus Christ has authority, and he has the authority to forgive sins. Jesus did not keep this authority to himself, however. He gave this authority to his disciples before his ascension, saying, If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Now, what was once the privilege of God is now in the hands of men to meet out according to the example of mercy shown to them by Jesus Christ. These disciples and apostles have this authority, and they have handed down that authority to their successors within the one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church, within his body, that we must confess our sins to those who have been given this authority to forgive. And forgiveness will be ours, and we will be assured of our absolution. St. James confirms this succession when he tells us that if we are sick, we are to call for the presbyters of the church, and they are to pray over us and anoint us with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith will save the sick man, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. We here are adhering to sacred scripture by these actions. We are being obedient to the word of God by recognizing our sins, confessing our sins, and asking for forgiveness from the body of Christ, asking forgiveness from his church. As St. James told us, the prayer of faith will save. And that is why we ask for intercession from those who have this great faith, because by their faith and by our faith in their intercession, and by all of our faith in Christ's ability and willingness to forgive and heal, we will be forgiven, healed, and have no separation between us and our full body in Jesus Christ. St. Pantolaemon did not heal a blind man by his own ability, but the man was healed by his faith when he said, In the name of my Lord Jesus Christ, who enlightens the blind, receive your sight. Yes, in the name of Jesus Christ, let us have faith in his healing power, have faith in the intercession of his saints, have faith in his body, the church, and in the succession of authority handed down through the ages. It is this faith that will heal us and bring us closer together as members of this one body, you in me and I in you, striving for sinlessness, striving for holiness, and building one another up for the glory of God so that we may all partake of his resurrection from the death of our sins and rise to eternal life in the kingdom of heaven. Glory to Jesus Christ.